Dear listener, I'm Dean Ardenfell, and this is The Corporation, the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. This episode is a great one. First, I talk to a guy who's being forced by the Wokesters to change the name of his football team again. Then I spoke with a woman who hosts a TV show for kids, but doesn't seem to need any outside validation because she has so much faith in God. It's a great one. You're going to love it. Before we get to that episode, I do want to read this great five-star review I got. And hey, if you'd like to have your review featured on a future episode, just go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star review, and tell us all about your favorite corporation, your favorite CEO, your favorite legal loophole, whatever you like. This review is from KMAC3324, who writes, This is a fun podcast to listen to. I think it's hilarious, and I love the format, an interview and improv rolled into one. Thanks, KMAC. I appreciate that. Not sure what you find hilarious about uh, the podcast, probably just some of my boneheaded questions, but the interviews are always so great, aren't they? Anyway, let's get into it, shall we? I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the co-owner of one of the most established professional football teams in America, the San Antonio Natives. The franchise was subjected to a name change in 2002, and now the Wokesters are at it again, trying to change the name. In his spare time, my guest enjoys medical flatlining. Please welcome Jerry Dinks. Hey there, Dean. How's it going? Uh, great, Jerry. Uh, how's it going with you? We're doing all right. Hey, hey, uh, Super Bowl's coming up. We didn't quite get there this year, but uh, I'm a fan of the game. I'm a fan of the sport. Of course. I'm a fan of the fans. Oh, well, that's great to hear. I mean, you're certainly, you're, you're sort of a, a veteran of this franchise, and I know the team was called the Indians for 50 years, and then, uh, you know, 2002, you were under pressure to change the name. Yeah. And so it became the Natives, and now they want to change it again. Again, you realize the logistical nightmare this is? I bet, right? We have carved the name into the walls of not just the stadium. Mm-hmm. The restrooms, sure. The locker rooms, yep. Side of the bus, wow. Bottom of the cleats, and you've carved the name. And you said you carved the name in yeah. all these things. So it's not even just a simple like wrap that you can remove. This is like actual carvings. And it's beyond just the carving. What I've done, I go to all the local high schools. You know the burnouts at the back of the class carving like Zeppelin rules in the desks? Yeah, yeah. That's who we hire. Wow. So when these things happen, they don't realize the downstream impact on the community I see. when we got to change these names. So for a second, I thought maybe, perhaps, just maybe because you're called the natives, you would have gotten like uh, indigenous artists of some kind to carve things into wooden surfaces. But no, you're getting burnouts from the local high school. I choose my philanthropy to go to the student that I used do. to be. Yeah, that believe, makes sense. You might not believe this. I'm not much of a reader. Oh, no? No. Okay. So One syllable words in my books through and through. One syllable words. So you were sitting in the back of the class for most of your... I mean, that's the, the case with most uh, athletes, right? That's a bit of a... 
<laughs> generalization. Oh, you, that's the word. So you do have a problem with generalization about, of groups of people. I don't like to paint anyone in a broad stroke. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, of course not. Um, but I know, you know, of course, the wokesters, the, the liberals are all saying that, like, oh, there aren't any Native American players on this team. And here you are calling yourself the natives. You got to change the name. Right. Right. So now what do you got to do? You got to brainstorm, try to find a new one. We do it the same way we do every time. Hmm. We write down a bunch of random letters onto post-it notes. We throw them up against a wall. Oh, wow. We see which one stinks, sticks. Which one uh, stinks? Which one sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Dean, I like you. Yeah. Right, well then uh, we do a little, it's, it's like a fun game. You do like a word puzzle and see which one's. Uh, yeah, like magnetic poetry one. or something. Yeah, just like that. So uh, you're not telling me that you went from the name Indians to the name Natives by simply throwing random letters at the wall. It's hard to prove that didn't happen, Dean. <laughs> so so you, you're you publicly suggesting that that's what happened. Okay, I'll level with you. <laughs> okay. I was a little upset that after 50 years of finishing third place in the division mm. every year mm. that they had a problem with the name. I, we got bigger fish to fry. If you're coming in third place for 50 years, sure. you think you might want a different quarterback or maybe a different uh, field. And everyone okay. seems to focus on the name of the team. And I was right. like, all right, fine, we'll do it. And then here we go again. We have right. bigger fish to fry is what I'm saying. And were, were you, when you when you changed the name, did you think like, well, maybe by changing things up, it might change our formula. We might drop in the in the, in the the numbers or. Yeah. Yeah. Were Football you super, is a superstitious game, about that it's kind game, of stuff? It's a game of comfort mm. and preparation. We have players who eat the same thing before right. a game. Yeah. Listen to the same music on the way to the stadium. Yeah. Take the same bag of painkillers before each quarter. I mean, tradition and routine is key to victory. Sure, sure. And I'm sure there are fight songs and all sorts of things, and now you got to rewrite the fight songs because you, now your new name is two syllables instead of three or what have you, right? There's that. Uh, I mean, those tom-tom drums, the, the axes that we give out to the kids as oh they come God. on in, yeah. the uh, wigwams for <laughs> our VIPs, all of those are going to have to be replaced, I think. Right, and the, the nice thing about uh, changing it from Indians to Natives is you, d you didn't do any of that. You didn't cha change a single thing about any of that stuff. Um, so now you're being forced to pick a new name that is not Indigenous-related in any way, right? Well, I am going to try to reuse all the props that we've, you are. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, that we've already paid for and uh, you know put money towards. I, mean, right. I think that would make sense. I'm, I'm a football fan, but a business owner. Sure, sure. Sure. So you say you have these wigwam VIP booths. Um, yeah. Any idea what those could become if you aren't allowed to call yourselves this anymore? Maybe the San Antonio homeless. Okay. I, yeah, I can see some problems with that right away. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we could hire all the displaced people of San Antonio to come on in and carve a bunch of stuff on the wall. Okay. Yeah, you have a real, <laughs> you have a real uh, penchant for for having people down on their luck carving things into your stadium walls. It's a lot cheaper than paint. Is it? It's a difference between fixed cost and variable cost. Uh, sure. I mean, I don't know anything about that kind of stuff because I'm not a businessman, but you are. And um, I mean, I'm sure you just want to play football, not get caught up in all this culture war stuff, right? You read my mind. Now, s speaking of culture war stuff, I did notice that you changed the family restroom at the stadium, though, to, uh, to a women's room because you, you didn't want it to be gen gender neutral. Right. right. There's a lot of confusion because uh, I was like, well, okay, listen, I'm, you can, if you buy a ticket, you're welcome to any part of the stadium. Mm. Again, I'm a fan of the fans, but gender neutral, I'm like, what is that? Like a, like a Ken doll with no clothes on? I wasn't sure exactly what okay. that meant. So I wanted to be a little bit more specific. So now actually we have 19 individual restrooms. Wow. Wow. And they're all gendered. 
Yeah. Like aggressively bi- bi- binary gendered. I have carved in all sorts of di- you know, terminologies and, and descriptions okay. for people to figure out which one to go with. I think I noticed that the last time I was there and I was uh, shocked at the gra- sort of almost graphic depictions of, it was almost like some sort of hieroglyphic structure where it showed like biological body parts and mm-hmm. things. Uh, does anyone ever say to you like, it might just be easier to say, oh, there are urinals in this restroom and not in this one, rather than to say you must have the, this set of biological parts to enter this room? Yeah, I have received that advice, but then I yeah. said back, I don't know if you've ever had a shy bladder. Now try to figure out like which door to go in. Uh, we can't have that many people wet in their pants at uh, halftime of a game. I see, I see. It's a biological see. nightmare. Sure. Um, I know you've got to have a, a list, uh, as long as your arm, of uh, possible names. Uh, not to harp on the name thing, but you've got homeless. Uh, and I, I think that's maybe, uh, you know, it's a good start. But uh, uh, do you have any other ideas for... <laughs> yeah, that one's not too shiny, is it? We've got wigwams. we got big old axes. Uh, those big old dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum drums. Oh, those drums. Let me think here. I mean, I don't want to... I, of course, am not the creative person, so I don't uh, I don't purport to have the answer here. I'm just trying to think of like, okay, maybe, maybe you go for something that doesn't uh, make all three of those things relevant. Maybe pick one. For instance, like the the, the axes. If you were the lumberjacks, for instance, maybe will, th- those would be useful, you know? Those bastards will never be on the side of a helmet of a team that I own. No? The, what, which, when we Did say, you say lumberjacks? When you say bastards. What, what do you the mean? lumberjacks. Oh, is that a team already? I didn't know. No, it's not a team. Oh, you just mean the profession of lumberjack will never be se- seared or, or carved into the side of the helmets on your team? My parents were murdered by lumberjacks. Have you done your research? Oh, my goodness. It didn't go that deep, I guess. I am so sorry. That's I why I that. love carving. I want to destroy all wooden things. You? Oh, okay. Okay. So take, you Take the business right out from underneath the lumberjacks. That makes a certain kind of sense. It's sort of like Batman being terrified by a bat and dressing up like a bat, right? So you do get it. I think I do. Yeah, you hate lumberjacks because they killed your family. Uh, why did lumberjacks kill your family? I have to ask. A little bit of a, a little bit of an accident out there. Okay, so uh, my parents, believe it or not, were a little bit of what I would call the hippy dippies. All right, so there they were, ah. chained to a tree. But I don't know if you've ever been chained to a big tree. Mm. You can't see through it. You can't see through it. Right. So the lumberjack was on one side okay. doing their job. How long does it take to walk around a tree before you start chopping it well, off? That sounds like a bad lumberjack doesn't walk 360 degrees around the tree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. So there we go. Chop down one tree. Goodbye, dad. They had another tree to cut. You know, another one. Goodbye, mom. I had to watch the whole thing. Okay. All and right. Right from there, I was like, I'm going to own a football team. Yeah. And then I'm going to use those profits to destroy the lumber industry one carving at a time. Wow. I see. And is that, this must be, bec- so I also noticed that you self published a book called Goodbye Mom, Goodbye Dad. Yeah. And uh, I, I. You notice how thick the pages are? I, the th- pages are so thick, and there's extras that don't have any words on them. None so, at all. Yeah. Mostly pulp. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. That's, uh, I get it. I get it. That's, uh, it seems like a long, a long con, if you don't mind me saying. You know, uh, to get revenge against an entire industry that did your parents harm seems like a long con to have to get uh, first own a professional football team and then take that all the way to destroying the lumber industry. It's amazing what you can get away with, Dean, one inch at a time. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what people say about about the uh, the original name of the team, actually. Yeah. It's amazing what you can get away with. You yeah. should have heard what we were 200 years ago. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Uh, well, um, interesting, fascinating stuff. I have to ask you about your uh, your your hobby here oh, sure. before yeah. we get into the second guest here. Um, medical flatlining is a hobby of yours, eh? Yeah. You ever do it? <laughs> no, I can't say I have. It's no. a great time. You got to get yourself a tub of ice. You take your heart rate all the way as low as you can. Mm. I, you don't sleep. Like this kind of sleep, so it's restful then. Yeah, you ever see? Oh, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I feel so tired, I could die. 
That's what I do. Oh, okay. So when you are very, very tired, you do this at like almost in place of a nap where you're like, I'm so tired I could die. I need to literally die. I need to bring my heart rate down to a point of medical death. Yes. Only to be brought back you know, 10, maybe 12 minutes later. 10, 12 minutes. Then I don't need to sleep another two days. So it's I like know taking that- eight hours of sleep and condensing it into 12 minutes. Wow. It's like listening to this podcast on nine times speed, oh. which I would never do. No, not many people do listen at all, actually. But so when you, when, I know you were a professional football player in your youth. Yeah. And so is there ever any concern between the professional football that you've played and all the medical flatlining you've done that you've done some serious brain damage over the years? Just because I played with no helmet? Yeah, that's Everyone too. else had one. I decided <laughs> against it. I'm yeah. a traditionalist. Right? I love the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a fan of the game. I'm a fan, fan of the sport. Sports, I'm a fan, fan of the fans. fans. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, nothing that they liked more is seeing one player out there no helmet, right. where the side of his head looked like a soup bowl. So the answer to that question is no, then you're not concerned about brain damage. I live for today. I see that, yeah. And sometimes die. It seems to be helping. You ever have a problem with your computer and you just can't figure out anything? What do you do? You let that battery die all the way down to do zero. You? Then you charge it back up, right? I do that on a nightly basis. Ah, wow. I didn't know you were even supposed to do that. I just thought reboot it. No, you should, you should medically kill your laptop okay. and then bring it back to life. Good to know. Good to know. Wow, I'm learning all sorts of things here today. Uh, well, thanks. I'm, we'll talk more about this, obviously, but I want to get to my second guest here. All right. Um, folks, my second guest today is teaching kids that God wants them to inherit the earth, or at least its exploitable resources. We're going to find out what that means. But first, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey there, football fans. This is your boy, Jerry Dinks co-owner of the former San Antonio Indians, former San Antonio Natives, current San Antonio to be determined. Come on out to our summer practice session where the kids and the family can meet all the players. And hey, we're going to ask you for new team names. We're going to all write them on a piece of paper, slam them on the side of the wall, and we're going to pick the one that uses wigwams, axes, and the current mascot. So get your thinking caps on and come on out and meet the team. Hey, good news. First 50 people through the door are going to get a t-shirt with a big old blank spot where you can draw whatever the hell you want. You like that, people? Come on out. Go TBDs! And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Jerry Dinks from the San Antonio Natives football team, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. She is the host of Manifest Destiny. That's Manifest, comma, Destiny. The children's television program on the Hogswood Cooper Network that teaches young Americans all about how God gave us the earth to use for our own purposes. On weekends, she ghostwrites sermons for her church's pastor. Please welcome Destiny Shellbone. Hello, Destiny. Hello, Dean. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, it's great to have you. You're teaching the next generation that the planet is here for our use. Is that right? That is right, Dean. I am so glad that you understand. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't, you know, in this day and age, and we need to have the next generation of our, you know, our kids who are going to become adults really understand that God put the planet here for us to use, right? Exactly. If you pray for it, it belongs to you. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, uh, God kind of like uh, entrusted us, the human beings who are in charge of everything, right, uh, with uh, with the planet. Those of us who pray, yeah, we it belongs to us. Oh, when I say us, I, that's what I meant. Yeah, of course. Of course to the devout people who pray and uh, listen to God's word as opposed to those who might, uh, you know, be uh, heathens. And uh, those people are going straight to the downstairs place, right? Thank you for saying that. I was worried when we didn't open with prayer today. And uh, Jerry didn't oh, so sorry. mention at all what his faith is. 
Well, I believe in God. I see him on a nightly basis when I kill myself and then come back to life. I was going to ask about that. That does sound beautiful. You would be in a better place, in the best place to know, I suppose. Um, But I want to talk about your show, which is really exciting. Mm, Um, You know, you have, uh, you focus on, um, you know, you have these segments, you focus on extracting natural resources from the planet and how that makes our lives Mm -hmm. lives better and stuff. Uh, Segments about like oil and gas and plastic and stuff. Oh, kids love it. Do they? They do. do How do you do that? Do you do songs or do you do like, do you have children on the show or what? No, I no, no I, I prefer not to interact with them directly. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? Mm, they suck my energy. Oh, yeah, sure. They can be a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say. Don't work with kids and animals, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's for kids. Is that true? It is for kids, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you, must, you have, must imagine them uh, when you're making your show, right? The mm, audience? I prefer not to. No, no, it's really for me. I bet, I bet you have a huge, uh, a huge audience, huh? I imagine I do. You imagine? You've never looked? No, I just pray for it. And I assume because I pray for it, it's there. Wow, it's such a calm, uh, you know, way to go about things. So you don't, you must not worry at all, really, about anything. You're so, you're so uh, confident in your faith and your job and everything that there's no real need to worry about anything, huh? Oh, God provides. God provides. And my husband, um, it works for Shell. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. spread the wealth. Yeah, spread the wealth, indeed. Um, you, I know you have, um, you have all sorts of different segments on the, on the I love the puppet, the, the climate hoax puppet. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up, Dean, because that is really my proudest really? accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Chilly Billy. Chilly Billy. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, honestly, w- way back in the day, I was a, a big fan of Jim Henson. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with his work? Sure. I'm surprised to hear you say that because I think he was notoriously kind of a one of those one of those hippy dippies with the long hair and the beards and stuff. Exactly. And kind of like Jerry's uh, parents, right? God rest their soul. Yes. God rest their souls. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. N- no. So I just I felt like, wow, look at this giant puppet mm. at being handled by such an uninformed asshat. I see. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, I could use this. Sure. Sure. Yeah. When you look at all of the Muppets, you're like, well, that's the thing that's missing, right? Is yeah. like a, a good conservative message for kids. Yeah. So Chili, Chili Billy is really a favorite of mine and I imagine the millions of children who watch my show. Now, do you ever get any legal trouble? Because it, he does bear a striking resemblance to a, spe- a very specific Muppet. Are we allowed to talk about that? I don't think I understand what you're saying. No, you've never gotten any kind of legal trouble. No, never. Oh, okay. It looks to me like, and I'm this is just a uh, observation from my point of view. What do I know? But uh, yeah, speak sort of from a, your heart, Dean. Please. Kind of an off-brand Fozzie to me. Off-brand Fozzie. Yeah. I I really don't see the resemblance. No. Okay. No. So you've never had any legal trouble with the Disney organization or anything? Because they're pretty litigious. Yeah. No, okay, no, gotcha, not gotcha. at all. I, I honestly, what it comes down to, Dean, mm. is that I just do this by myself mm. in my home, and I prefer no one speaks to me about it. I see. I let other people handle that. I see. Yeah. Great. I do have to thank you then for being here because, um, you know, you film the whole show in your house. Is mm-hmm. that right? With a satellite relay and everything, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I do all of the puppeting. You do. Just like Mr. like Mr. Rogers, another famously, <laughs> and his social socialist views, right? I don't even know who you're referring to. Mr. Rogers? Oh, no. I mean, he was a God-fearing man, I think. But, you know, also famously, <laughs> all these socialist ideas about uh, treating people with respect. Community. No, that doesn't make sense to me. No. So you do the puppets yourself. And, I do the puppets myself. And uh, do yeah. you run, uh, run the cameras? Does your husband run the cameras? How do you how do you put out a show every day like this? So I just outfit my entire home with cameras. Oh, like yeah. embedded into the walls and yeah. such. Yeah, yeah. So when inspiration strikes, like God speaks through me. Oh, really? And I never know when He is going to arrive. Sure, sure. And so I just need to be ready. 
that's the thing about it. God, you know, picks people at, at, the, at the craziest times, doesn't he, to talk to, and you just never know who it's going to be. Can I ask a question? Uh, who's your camera guy? I should be putting a camera in each individual bathroom in, I don't know if that's there's true, an emergency. Yeah. I don't know if I keep, you hook me up? I keep multiple cams in the bathroom. There we go. Yeah. Okay. We should talk after. Oh, I don't this know. This is great. I don't know if this is going I, really I do, well, Dean. I do more than a children's know. show. I'm surprised you're not asking about that. I kind of thought that's what this would be about, but you that's fine. You do other shows that require you For have, adults, yeah. Oh, that, that require you have cameras in your, in your own home bathroom? Mm-hmm, yeah. And what, what are those shows? Well, it's just something special for adults, usually priests. Mm-hmm. A show for, an adult show for priests? Yeah. Hmm. Are you, do you, it seems like you don't want to elaborate on that. <laughs> well, that I prefer true? not. No, I prefer not to. If that's not what we're here to talk about, if we're here to talk about the children's yeah. show, I like to keep those two things separate. Sure. I, I assume that the adult priest uh, secret camera show does not air on Hogswood Cooper Network. No, that's, that's okay. uh, a different network. Only catholics.com. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, then I won't ask about it because I'm really only here to talk about Hogswood Cooper and I would hate to get, uh, I would hate to ask you any follow-up questions about that, that show. that website is? I thought that was so I could recruit Notre Dame football players. Only Catholics? I, yeah. That is also, yeah, that, it serves multiple purposes. Wow. Wow. What a hoot. And so, uh, well, I got to ask about your hobby. You get, you ghostwrite sermons for your pastor. How's, how's, how'd you get into that? That has actually been the most lucrative part of my, mm-hmm. my work. So, what I do is I really think about what I want, mm. right? We're talking about manifesting. We're talking about prayer. Sure. And so I think about what I want, and then I write these sermons, and the the priest will ask the parish mm. for a list of things for them to give me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, so you're kind of using the pastor as your own personal uh, sort of pitch man? I'm sorry, Dean, are you Catholic? You're asking a lot of questions that are common sense to me. I'm so Uh-oh. sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd, uh, I'm more of a, more of a, just a general Christian, I think is what you'd general call me. General Christian. Yeah, yeah. I've been bounced around. With, uh, so bounced? Many, so many churches have asked me not to come back or said I've been a wet blanket for them. So I've, I've sort of, uh, w- whichever one will have me. Um, but I think, you know, the Catholics uh, have, have so many rules, you know, and I've, I've had a hard time, you know, knowing what they all are. Yeah, you seem like a rule follower but also kind of lost. That's yeah, which that's is a great place for you in the Catholic Church. Hitting then. the nail on the head there. Yeah. Oh, a, a, a lost rule follower is that the demographic yeah. you're looking for? Yeah, someone who doesn't have like any sort of common sense thinking of their own, but uh, understands how to follow a basic list of rules. Gotcha. And when uh, is made a request, you just follow it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I run this podcast, actually. Um, well, I mean, I, I got to bring Jerry back in here and see what he thinks about all this. Um, so, so. Jerry, you've said that you're a, you're also a, a religious man. Yeah, I am spiritual. I mean, when you see God on a nightly basis, it's, yeah. it's going to sway you a little bit. Well, well, I've also seen the ghost of Jim Henson, for what it's worth. Really? There's a ton up there. Again, nightly basis, I kill myself, and I come back to life 12 minutes later. That is so beautiful. and bushy-tailed. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. And when you do that... Uh, is there ever any consideration that you won't come back next time? Or like, you ever think about the dangers involved in, in that? How many football games would you win if you were worried about not throwing a pass, Dean? <laughs> That's true. Or, or, not, or, not dying, or not dying on the field, right? Tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had, we've had that recently, right? We almost lost somebody on the field recently in, the, in football. He looked great. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. That guy looks like he's been on a six-week cruise now. I don't know if you've seen him refreshed. Is he? I haven't lo- I haven't seen. Took five years off him, I think. Really? Well, I don't know which end, but he looks great. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. 
And uh, I mean, I always like to introduce, you know, different uh, um, employees of the subsidiaries of Hogswood to one another. Yeah. And I know you haven't met before, but like, no. you know, is there any kind of synergy here? You think you ever oh, might oh. work together in anything? This, I'm, I'm inspired. I think I've even figured out our new team name. <gasps> oh. Thanks to Destiny. Maybe it is Destiny that you brought us together. Wow. Uh, the San Antonio Voyeurs. Oh, I don't oh, know. About yeah, we're going to have okay. cameras everywhere. We can use all the stuff we have. We're gonna, I'm just going to sure. repaint the mascot to be real sneaky looking, mm. real mischievous. Okay. And then at halftime, we're going to throw axes at him. You know, kind of have him like peeking out from the wigwams and just like wham. So you think the solution Ooh. to the, the logo problem you have is to take the indigenous person who's on the logo and make him look shiftier. I actually <laughs> have a great idea for you, Jerry. Have you thought about doing a devil puppet and then every night the devil puppet is murdered on the field? Wow. You could use the axes. Yeah, what's that called when two businesses work? Synchronization? Yeah, sort of oh like yeah, the synergy God here. God provides. So, I mean, I think you actually may be talking at cross purposes because it seems like, Jerry, you want to go with more of a, a straight up voyeur kind of uh, thing. And it seems like Destiny wants to do more of a religious take with the, you know, angels and demons kind of thing. I mean, really, it's a broad stroke because God's always watching as far as I know. It's all, I the see. ultimate voyeur exactly. is God. Exactly. I see. I see. I've met the man. I mean, he's got vision. You've met the man in person. Like, same, yeah. Same, wow. And if you guys compared notes, I'm sure they'd be identical, right? Because you've sure. both seen yeah. God, right? You've both talked Absolutely. to God on a yeah. regular basis. What, what's one thing you could tell us about, about the, we might, that might surprise us about what God's like? That we both agree on? Yeah. We'll say it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. sure, yeah, yeah. So, God, God is very tall and dead. Sexy. Set sexy. Dead sex? Yeah. I mean, if you controlled all the cosmos, you would probably give yourself a six pack and even those weird abs that kind of go yeah. down towards. Yeah. Sure, yeah. You know, I think something sexy. that we haven't talked about, though, is what bathroom God would use at your stadium. VIP. He, he'd get to use my own personal yeah, God, God gets, yeah, There's God no gets, doubt about that. God gets their own bathroom. Thank <laughs> you. That was a trick question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and that wow. toilet paper I have is 17 ply. Uses wow. more trees and it is soft. You and your tree thing. How long do you think it's going to be, Jerry, before you can finally bring down the lumber industry with what you're doing? Alone? It's going to take a while, but I think I, this yeah, partnership, I, say, I think Jerry, this is going to work. I, I How many like, trees do your kids need? Oh my gosh, get rid of the trees. I don't need them. I'm at home all day long, day in, day out. And I mean, it does kind of go with the theme of your show, right? Which is like, I mean, deforestation is sometimes needed in order to like for uh, economic progress and all of that. And I'm sure you're teaching the kids that like when we clear cut a forest, it's for a good reason, right? Well, honestly, it's just if you pray for it and if you want it, it is yours. So uh, essentially every decision that you make or every action that you that you make is justified if yeah. you are uh, of a strong enough faith. Is that yes. the idea? Yeah, I got you. Absolutely. That must be such a confident place to be. It's an amazing place to be that you could just do or say absolutely anything, no matter who it hurts or what it does in all of your entire life and be justified in inside of yourself and totally calm oh. with yourself because you're a Christian. Thank Not you. unlike a professional athlete. That's true. That's true. That is the show for this week, everybody. Jerry Dinks was played by Brian Hines. Brian is a hilarious improviser living in Vermont. He can frequently be found performing on the Thursday show at Vermont Comedy Club, Mothra. Destiny Shellbone was played by Susie Trexler, also a very funny improv comedian based here in Vermont. I'm Nathan Hartswick playing Dean Ardenfeld. You can follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram and TikTok and visit the website at thecorporationpod.com. Please subscribe, give us a review. 
tell a couple of friends about this show. And hey, if you're in the Burlington area, I hope you'll check out a show at Vermont Comedy Club and say hi. See you next week.